the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jesus and Joe podcast. As you can see from the title, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects in the entire world, and it's one of the things that I'm most passionate about, something I love telling the girls and guys on TikTok, on Instagram, anything like that, because it's something that's so important and something I feel like a lot of people don't know how to have. Yes, it is confidence. It is confidence. And you might be the most confident person in the entire world, or you might be feeling a little down today. But I'm praying that this podcast will be able to lift you up and be able to give you a perspective change on how you can actually be confident in this life. You see, the word confidence, I looked up the definition, and it's the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. There are two ways you can base your confidence. One, you can find it in words, you can find it in titles, and you can find it in names. Two, you can find it in numbers. With words, we rely so heavily on what people say about us, and that boosts our confidence. I mean, who wouldn't want to be told, you look so beautiful today? Maybe like there's this cute guy or something, or maybe this cute girl, and they just come up to you and they say, oh my goodness, you are the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You are so nice. You are so good looking. I appreciate you. Of course you would feel amazing. So with words, we can get a confidence boost by what we see on Instagram, by the comments that we get, by all of our best friends hyping us up going, oh my gosh, go off queen, you are so beautiful, all this stuff. And I mean, one time I was on Instagram and there was this girl that posted this photo and she is beautiful, beyond beautiful, but her best friends, they commented like probably, like each one commented, I think 15 times. Her friends hyped her up like no one's business and I'm like, That is awesome. I love friends that encourage one another. So kudos to y'all. Or it could be found in what you're known for. So maybe like you are president of your class and you're a valedictorian. You might be an awesome business person or entrepreneur, all these kinds of things. Now you could also find your base, your confidence on numbers. You can look on Instagram and see how many followers you have. You can go on Instagram. You can see how many likes you get on a picture. But you see, what's the similarity between these two? They're temporary. You see, words don't last forever. But it's not something that we can base our entire identity on. Being like, so-and-so said I was beautiful. That's wonderful. That is so good. There is someone that you can base your entire existence, identity, confidence on because he is the one who created you in the first place. And the number of times that he describes you in the Bible, they outnumber any word or any affirmation or any hype up or encouragement you will ever get here on earth. Because what he says holds so much more value than what people say here on earth. They describe your every detail. It is so beautiful to see how many times he describes what he has created in the bible 
But so many of us kind of just rely on that, that verse in Psalms that talks about being fearfully and wonderfully made. Amazing verse. It is so good. That was the start of how I knew, okay, I am beautiful in God's eyes. But there's so much more. There's so much more. We're actually breaking this podcast um, up into two episodes. The first one is going to be me kind of just talking to y'all about what I have seen, how my confidence has totally done a 180 and how I used to base it off of what the world was saying. And then one day I just made the switch and actually started believing what God said about me. So this is, that's the first one. And then the second one, that one is going to be a really special episode because that is going to be an episode that you can go to when you are sad, when you're not feeling your best, all of that. And you'll be able to play it. And they're my words, but they're words that you're meant to speak over yourself to remind yourself when you look in the mirror that you are this of what God has called you to be and to do. It's going to be so good. So I'm excited. I had um, a glimpse. I had a taste of what confidence in the based off what the world was saying. And it wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time, y'all. But I can say that there were some good parts. But it's nothing compared to actually basing your confidence off of what your creator says about you. You know, people will come up and they're like, how are you so confident? How are you so like this? Why are you so happy all the time? All this kind of stuff. It's because I know and I believe who my creator says that I am. I know what God has spoken over me. And I know and I believe with my whole heart that that, who he, that is exactly who he has called me to be. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, he does not waste his breath. He does not waste his words. He doesn't have to ask for a second opinion if that's correct or not, because he knows me. There's a verse in Hebrews 4.12, and it says, God means what he says, and what he says goes. I know y'all are all thinking of like, okay, what has God called me to be? What has he called me to do? What does he say that I am? How does that translate to having confidence in myself and in this world and all this kind of stuff? It changes everything. You'll never have to second guess or go to the world to make sure like that's exactly what God said. He said it. And when people say, hey, you look great today, you know that's something Jesus would say because he calls you fearfully and wonderfully made. So the story goes on like this. This actually wasn't too long ago either. I mean, I'm 23 years old. I still have moments when I look in the mirror and I'm not feeling super confident, but... There was a moment where I was chasing for the world's approval, and that was the foundation of how I felt about myself. I was in a homecoming court in college, and I mean, I know all of y'all know about the homecoming courts in high school, but this one was something really big. It was awesome. All the fraternities and sororities, they all nominated somebody to represent their sorority for that homecoming court. So I was blessed with the opportunity to represent my fabulous sorority, love you, 80 Pie, um, and I was able to represent them in a way where it's I was, um, they chose me just based off of like what I've done with the school and how I knew, like, you know, knew a lot of people, all this kind of stuff. And so then we get into campaigning and I don't know about, I don't really like campaigning, but I I had to kind of suck it up. And basically I had to go up to people, tell them why they should vote for me and if I could count on their vote. So 
after I kind of gave them my little spiel, told them about who I was, what I did, all this kind of stuff, they would tell me or not if they would vote for me. They would go, oh yeah, I'll totally vote for you. Well, after I would tell people like, hey, like you should totally vote for me. I do all this. They would say, Georgia, you got this in the bag. You're totally going to win. It's going to be so good. So I rested in their truth. I rested in what they were saying about me. I was resting in what the the words that were coming from their mouth. And I was holding that so close. And I'm like, oh my goodness, and I'm going to win. If they're saying all this, then it's going to happen. The day came where we went onto the football field and they were announcing the winners. And my heart was just beating out of my chest. You could probably see it from the top row of the football stadium. It was so bad. So they announced the second runner-up, and they didn't say my name, okay? And I was like, okay, totally fine. We want to be the queen, so that is totally okay. Then they announced the first runner-up, and they didn't say my name. That's okay. That is okay. But then the moment came when they were announcing the queen of homecoming. And everyone was dead silent. My heart was still racing. I was clenching on it to my escort's arm so hard. He probably has a bruise on his arm or something. But I was so ready and I was so expectant to hear my name come from the announcer's lips. I I thought that he would say Georgia Gust. And he didn't. He didn't say it. I walked off the football field, I went into my, I just ran into my mom's arms, and she reminded me something that I'll never forget, and I knew this, but I didn't believe it for that, like, that month, because I was chasing a crown, because I thought that's what the crown was in my mind, I thought that would be a part of who I was, a part, not who I am, a part of who I was. Because I am a child of God. I'm a daughter of the King. I have a crown that is on my head. And one day whenever I leave this world, I will be able to put it before the feet of Jesus and say, here you go. Y'all, that was my moment. Because I learned how exhausted I was from ch- for chasing that approval from man and to be kind of affirmed and, okay, like, does my hair look good and all this kind of stuff. Like, I was exhausted. I had to look the part. I had to get the numbers so that I would be able to win so my sorority would have some points on the board. I felt the pressure. I felt exhausted. I didn't want to base my confidence in the world. You see... I truly believe with everything inside of me that Jesus knew that it would be a really hard walk here on earth if we lived for the world. Because with the world comes temporary words with temporary things and temporary feelings and temporary happinesses. I don't even think happinesses is a word, but I'm making it right now. (laughs) You see these titles that we're given here on earth. They're not going to last forever. The numbers that we will see will one day fade. So where, how, who, how do I get confident when you read scripture? It's not just me telling you a couple words on a page. No, they're God-breathed words. And like I said before, God doesn't waste his breath on describing how wonderful, how beautiful, and how brilliant and how just in awe he is of you when he looks at you because you're his masterpiece 
He doesn't waste his breath. He never needed a second opinion. I mean, when he created you, he didn't have to look. He didn't have to ask anyone if, if this was okay. He knew it was okay. He knew that it was so good because he is so, he specializes in making things that are good. Read Genesis, hello? Everything he has created from the stars to the sun, to the waters, to the fish, to the trees, everything, everything that he looked at, everything that he made. And what did he say? He said that it was good. And then when he made you, when he made Adam, when he made Eve, he said it was very good. He saved you for the end because he knew that he wanted to save the best for last. He created you so that you could have a relationship with Jesus and you could know the, int the intentionality and the goodness that can come from knowing him and knowing who he's called you to be. And this is exactly who he's called you to be in 1 Peter 2, 9. It says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Did you catch that? Those are all things that he has called you. And I think they hold a lot more value than just hearing the typical things you hear on earth as you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're, you're nice, you're kind, you're sweet. You see, these words were written in the Bible. Completely God-breathed, something that has lasted forever. And whenever you get to see Jesus, whenever you meet him, and he will be able to say those things over to you again. This is where you base your confidence because it's on his eternal word. It's from an eternal God and it's a confidence that will never, ever fade. You'll never have to question it. You'll never have to wonder because it's written just for you. What I'm going to do now is, like I said, there's a second episode. The reason why I'm cutting this down is because I want you to save the second part. Because that is what I want you to go back to. And ever you're feeling a little low on the day or you just need a little confidence boost. This is something that you will just be able to listen to and know for a fact that you won't have to rewind to try to find it. So go ahead and go on to episode two. I'll meet you over there.